BAM Radio Network. One tweet that I saw that stood out for me was someone who said, I haven't made a photocopy in three months. I share innovative ideas with teachers, and then what I always hear back is, that's awesome, I want to do it. How do I put that in the grade book? And it's like, oh. Hi, welcome to EdTech Chat Radio, where we discuss everything educational technology related. This is Tom Murray. Google Apps for Education, otherwise known as GATE, is continuously impacting classroom after classroom. And last summer, they added the power of Google Classroom to their already wonderful suite. Ed Tech Chat team was eager to have Alice Keeler recently moderate the chat around Google Classroom. Not only is she a must-follow person on Twitter, her blog, AliceKeeler.com, is robust with poignant information for educators about using Google. And she recently published the book, 50 Things You Can Do with Google Classroom. So welcome, Alice. I was really excited to have you moderate the chat. And I know I love the first question you really, it was so easy to start with was, are you using Google Classroom? Were you surprised at the variety of who was or wasn't using Google Classroom? Uh, it's never surprised. It's, it's such a popular product and you just put out that you're doing Google Classroom, you're going to attract some people who want to learn more or want to learn what it is. Yeah, one tweet that I saw that stood out for me was someone who said, I haven't made a photocopy in three months. And I can definitely relate to that now being a user. So that was just really struck me as a really funny, you know, way. But just that I love seeing different people, how they shared, how they were using it, where they were using it, people who were eager to say, I now want to go use it after even just that first question. So it was a great place to start. Yeah, it's nice to see, hey, I'm not alone. I'm not thinking like I'm crazy. A lot of people are digging this and it's, it's for me. And you then went on to ask, what were people's favorite features. Do you have favorite features or are there ones that people shared throughout the chat that you were like, oh, I didn't think about that or ones that you said, yeah, that really makes sense? Well, there's so many favorite features. My favorite feature is just the fact that it's Google Drive management. You know, if you're using Google Apps for Education before, it's, it's just an amazing tool. But there are some things that really made that cumbersome. And I think the number one thing that makes it cumbersome is getting kids to, be, to turn in things to the right folder and to do sharing permissions. Those are just the hardest to get consistency. And even if the kids really know it, even though I really know it, I can I will share documents where they're private and people are like, oh, Alice, I, I don't have access to the doc. And it's not like it's so big to fix. But when you're sitting there trying to grade through a stack, quote, unquote, of kids' work and you're getting don't have access, don't get access, you know, it's frustrating for you because you're going to have to go back and grade later. And, of course, with kids, they're not getting their feedback right away. So Google Classroom solves that problem completely. No more access issues, and it's just a snap for kids to turn in. So those are going to be my favorite features. And so I saw a lot of teachers putting out there that uh, they like, you know, basically becomes their copy machine. They don't have to make photocopies anymore. So same same thing, right? They don't have to uh, make copies, but it's the turn-in feature of Google Classroom that's really exciting. It really is. I mean, I, again, started about mid-year using it and kind of piloting it for my myself just to see what it did and for my school and it was really that turning in assignments, although yes, takes a little mindset for myself and for students to go along with, but just that workflow management of if you're already a school using Google Drive and kids are used to that, it really opened up to the whole idea of, wow, this is so much easier. You know, kids don't have to print. They can't say, I forgot my homework. I'm not sure how to share it. It, it is so easy. It's amazing. 
Exactly. And that's the beauty of it. It's not a full LMS. It's so simple to use. You can get in and get started right away. And that's funny. You mentioned about LMSs, you know, for those who are unfamiliar, that's learning management systems. One thing I had heard early on about Google Classroom was they were not really trying to be that full learning management system. They were not trying to take the place of some of those that already exist. They were trying to kind of be something different. Since you're so knowledgeable on it, do you see that? Do you see it taking the place of learning management systems being used alongside or really just being a whole nother idea of what we could be using in in education? Just to give a shout out to Catlin Tucker, I love her idea of a digital toolbox instead of a learning management system. The problem with a learning management system is it tries to be all things. And if you're going to try and be all things, you're not going to do all things well. And there's all these fantastic products out there that are really great at what they do because they focus on one thing. So why not integrate together a bunch of products that does what you want it to do rather than kind of being pigeonholed into a system. So I hope that it never becomes a learning management system. I read an article, a research article one time about how learning management systems come with their own pedagogy, like it kind of says how you're going to teach and how you're going to do things. I think that's also true about gradebooks. You know, I hear this all the time. I share innovative ideas with teachers, and then what I always hear back is, that's awesome, I want to do it. How do I put that in the gradebook? And it's like, oh... (laughs) You would restrict what you can do because of what the technology does or doesn't allow you to do. So I think what the beauty of Google Classroom is, is it's just a really simple platform. It organizes Google Drive. It allows me to have a private place to connect with students, to assign work and collect it. And how I do that and what I do is totally up to me. So it's not pushing my pedagogy. It's not forcing me into a box of old school teaching or old school thinking. It allows me to innovate and do some new things with my kids because it's not telling me how to do it. So I hope they never do. You can use it with any system, really, because, again, it's Google Drive management. If I'm already using a learning management system, I say, go to Google Classroom. My best tip is that you should number all of your assignments. So find assignment number five, take the document, click turn in there. So I can put my whole directions and my teaching in the LMS, but just direct students to turn work in and out of Google Classroom. It works great. I love that you mentioned about your numbering assignments. That was something that after you put out the question, how do you organize that, uh, I immediately saw you were talking about numbering assignments. And I think that was a key thing. People were like, oh my gosh, I didn't. And I personally was like, wow, that would really help me me a lot. That was a really great idea because it does take a thought to how to organize assignments to share with kids. Yeah, Google Classroom, um, it's Google Drive management. So every time you create an assignment, it creates a folder in Google Drive. Well, the folders are by the same name as the assignment. So now it alphabetizes your assignments, which I've never, ever wanted to do in my whole life with alphabetized <laughs> with the title of my assignment. So I, I really want them in the order that I assigned them. So uh, putting the assignment number is first in each of the assignments. Uh, it makes it super simple to find in Google Drive, but then also just to direct kids to the stream. You go to Google Classroom, find number seven, end of conversation. Every kid's there. They know exactly what to find. Nobody's confused. And I do love, as you talk about, and I saw other people talk about throughout the chat, was they like being able to provide that feedback. I know personally as a teacher, when my I like being able to give that personal feedback and give the assignment back to the student so it's not a here, one, and done, that it, it can be a flow and really get us to think, as you said, you know, better. It's not complete the assignment, you're done, I'm going to grade it, but here, here's some feedback. I'm going to give it back to you. You can give it back to me. It can be back and forth and making it comments that are private that really, I think, are much more effective for the learners. And research shows that. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have a grade book. I mean, it doesn't have a full-on grade book in it. I can put scores. And I, I actually discourage teachers from doing that. 
number one, who wants to do double entries, but it's got places all over the place to allow me to give comments and feedback, and they're getting that feedback faster than ever. As soon as I leave that feedback at 10 o'clock at night when I'm sitting watching a TV show and looking through a few student papers, the student's going to be able to see that. And the faster you can get students' feedback, if you can get it to them before it's due, the more meaningful it is and the more motivated the student is going to be. And for, I don't know about how you see it, but one of the things that I see in kind of as another conversation about it is that it really can help the teacher guide the student to me to create like a, their own digital portfolio because it's, as you said, it's, it was within the Google Drive management system, but there, it adds a whole nother layer of what can be going on with that for, to help the student and the teacher develop that portfolio. And that's a great idea. I, I know some people advocate for just having students do their digital portfolios in a Google Drive folder anyway. So since Google Classroom is organizing up all of the students' work into a classroom folder in Google Drive, it should be real simple for them to translate that into a digital portfolio. Let's talk about the book a little bit before we run out of time, but it's a very impactful book. I bought one for myself. I bought some for my staff so that they can be shared now that I have more teachers using it. When you were putting the book together, are there things that you really think important for people to share? Are there some of the 50 things that you're like, get start here or you really got to try this? That's a funny story because the whole thing kind of started off as someone had sent me an email and said, hey, Alice, you know, you're an ed tech leader. Would you mind sharing a list of ways that teachers could use Google Classroom this fall? And I was going to delete it. And my friend who actually works for Google was like, no, I think you should go ahead and answer that. I'm like, okay. So just off the top of my head, I just brainstormed a list of 19 things. And I looked at that and I'm like, actually, some of that is pretty good. So I put another one on there, so I had 20 and published that to my blog. And that ended up being really popular. I have 80,000 hits on that blog post. And mm-hmm. so my uh, co-teacher and I, Libby Miller, thought we can just compile these together into a book. And um, you know, what's really nice, I think, is that they are just tips. It's not like do number one, then do number two. It's not an algorithm. It's different things that you can pick and choose. So thank you for you know moderating EdTech Chat for us. I thought the conversation that you led was wonderful, and we very much appreciate it. I hope our listeners took a lot away. I know people were ready to go jump on board Google Classroom after that, so it was definitely a wonderful for chat that you moderated. So if people would like to follow you, you're at Alice Keeler on Twitter, her blog, which is a whole wealth of information, alicekeeler.com. And I definitely would recommend going ahead and purchasing a copy of 50 Things You Can Do with Google Classroom if you want to get started. So Alice, thank you very much for being part of the chat and uh, sharing all this information with us. Thanks for joining in this week's EdTech Chat Radio. This is Sharon Plant. You've been listening to EdTech Chat Radio. I'm Tom Murray, and thanks for listening. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.